This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Welcome to Connected by Water. Sponsored by... Joey Cardi, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru. I said Dodge again. <laughs> Saying it too fast. A, yeah. Joey Cardi, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru. So our wonderful sponsor, Joey. All your trucks and vehicles um, can be had there. They're all beautiful. The staff is lovely. All right. Thank you, Joey. Yep. So thanks for coming out west to the Everglades yes. to visit me. It's pretty far. <laughs> it is yep. kind of far. So um, you guys are... I'm so happy to have both of you guys here, like really, because you guys truly embody that whole connected by water spirit, you know, because we all are connected by water and um, it really means a lot that you're here Thank you know, you. because I, I follow you guys on social media, love what you guys do. I love what you're all about. Um, you're no stranger to the show. <laughs> right? So we're happy to have you back. Glad um, to be back. You, my friend, I admire greatly. Because you. you are a true waterman. And to me, that's always been one of the most admirable things um, that any athlete can achieve. Because it's so multifaceted what you do. Um, you know, you're a fisherman, for sure. But just to, to the paddleboarding and the surfing and just, you know, just being all that waterman. Um, you know, it's, it's really nice to see um, everything that you do and achieve, you know, on the daily. So... Uh, right you. down to even just paddleboarding. You guys both paddleboarded in the <laughs> in the um, parade. Oh yeah, for the yeah. Winterfest. Fort Lauderdale. Every you guys year. do that every year. <laughs> yeah, every year he's been doing it. For... I've been doing it for like over fifteen years. So we really started off in uh, OC six out rear canoe six man. We did it really many, many years ago. We we're actually first ones to paddle the whole the whole way. And then we went to a twelve man. We put two outriggers together, and then we had. I don't know, uh, one of our guys from the Mike Kai, RJ, mm -hmm. he did the fire dance in the middle of it the whole way. Really? Yeah. So that was cool. When, when was that? That was probably 1990, 
86 mm-hmm. back then. And I switched over to an OC-1, to outrigger canoe one man. So I did that for a couple of years. And then I went to the stand-up paddleboard. Yeah. I did that for like the last eight or nine, ten years. Covered in lights. Yeah. <laughs> All the boards as on many lights. lights as you could find. Yeah. Yeah. We like raid the dollar store. That's so <laughs> they cool. run out of lights for months. Really? You guys, are you guys the only ones that, that paddleboard that event? No. Um, when we first started, it was me and my friend Jim. We started... Uh, I did it one year, and then he came with me the next year, and then uh, a couple other people started jumping on. Yeah. And then it kind of got a little popular, and then everybody stopped. Yeah. And we, just me and her kept doing it. It's so. not really, like, the most – I mean, we have a fun a fun time, but, you know, a lot of times the weather's terrible. Yeah, the weather's bad. Like, it's really yeah, cold. It can be yes. cold and windy and rainy. Like, this is the first year that it's actually been yeah, it's really nice. Good. And it's fun because when it's nice, um, we can – like, we usually stop halfway, and then we go over to the house parties and see all our friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it's not nice, then you're kind of just, like, grinding. Right. But you're not going fast because it's a parade. And it's still a 12-mile paddle. Yeah. You still have to paddle. Yeah. So, no matter what. You better hope there's not a strong north wind. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's yeah. been, like, days, times like where it's been. It could be, like, north winds and incoming tide or outgoing tides working raining. against you. <laughs> raining, cold. So a lot but, of people, they think it, it looks fun and everything, but it is fun sometimes. But the weather... It could be freezing cold, or it could be really nice. So, so yeah. they usually just come along with us one year. And you gotta, we're gonna go no matter what, anyway. So, <laughs> right, they're either gonna make a commitment or no commitment. So, but we just go anyway. I mean, I love it. Year. Yeah, it makes it feel like I Christmas. Like and a lot of people, they're in certain areas. They they're looking for us to come. Yeah, like, yeah, hey. you guys are like a thing now. Yeah. yeah, and all the bridges where everybody hangs out at all the bridges, <laughs> they're like. They give you like the most applause, and they love us. That's so. So we go hard. like right next to them, and they just like, hey, they made it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so yeah, cool. And fun. and then you guys watch it on TV later. Because uh, they, they, they yeah. film it, right? <laughs> yeah, they film it. No, yeah, we see it all in the water. By about halfway, when we start stopping, we start the boats start passing more. So yeah. By the time we're at the end, we're actually getting a lot of chop because they've already turned around. Yeah, once we get past Lauderdale by the sea, we hang out a little bit, watch them, and then the boats are coming back, so all the backwash is really hard. I mean, harder to get back to, we get to Lake Santa Barbara. It's kind of a pain. So that's where it ends at Lake Santa Barbara, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so we go to the end, and our friend has a house down there, and we just paddle to his house. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, what do you guys plan? Like, just plant one car at the end? Or? Well, so yeah. we have, usually our friends drop yeah. us, one of our friend friends. Brett, Scott, yeah. they drop us off, they, like a yearly thing. All right, we're going to take you guys down there and drop us off at the boat ramp. Right. 7th Avenue. Yeah. And we just, and they parked the car, the truck there. Yeah. At, that's... Up at Lake Santa Barbara. <laughs> but awesome. this year we had a, because of the situation in the water down there, they advised in us, Fort you know, with all the, um, oh, the, the, the poo-poo. Yeah. The situation, the situation. That, we're, that we're definitely going to bring up today. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, that they advised us not to. She, Kathy, that runs the parade, she basically said, well, you don't have to paddle it if you don't want. But we were like, well, we want it, especially since yeah. it might be the last year. We don't know. Um, so we're like, well, we'll find a good spot to put in that's not in that area. So, you know, we get all like decked out and kind of like goofy parade looking like. Mm-hmm. And we put in at Coconuts. So we're like carrying our board with all these like outfits and lights and stuff. (laughs) They're like, what in the world? And we're there early, like 4.30. So five, still daylight and everybody's looking at us and like, what are these people? Yeah. (laughs) But But it was pretty fun. That's a blast. Then we just jumped in the parade from there and then went. So that was good. (laughs) So you're originally from Hawaii? Yeah. 
Yeah. Big Island, Island, Kona. Kona? Yeah, Big Island. So How long? Back and forth. And I came here in 82. Yeah. We've been back and forth and came in 82. And then I was in Fort Lauderdale for a while. And then moved we'll bring, up to Pompano. What brings you to Fort, Fort Lauderdale from Hawaii? <laughs> uh, well, my ex-wife was an entertainer at the Maikai. Gotcha. So she was a dancer there. So they, back then they would get girls and guys dancing from Hawaii. Uh-huh. So, hey, want to go to the Maikai? Then came over there. So, yeah. So my circumstance, matter of circumstance. Yeah. yeah. Came back there, yeah. Cool. So six months turned into another, I don't know, 30 years, I think. Yeah, it's funny how it's just, we were just talking about that before the show. Like, like <laughs> we didn't plan on being here and in our Coral Springs studio or even Coral Springs in general for as long as we have. Right. The plan was always just to bounce right back out to Pompano, but, you know. How many you, years has it been now? Six years. Yeah, our our um, thing on Facebook just popped up the other day of, like, that whole day when I quit my day job. Moment. Oh, okay. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's your memory from six years ago. I was like, wow. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, nuts. I mean, in way, in some ways it feels like, like, yesterday and in some ways it feels like forever ago Mm -hmm. you know like because if you think about it like if i put myself back at my old job oh man it just seems like forever ago you know what i mean like you know but we've been like moving so fast here and like doing so many things that the journey here so far is just hasn't seemed that long right to me so So busy that's why i guess how it can seem like both ways Mm. but that's cool i mean we're just enjoying it and having fun and expanding by necessity and yeah you know, that's awesome yeah so i mean <laughs> it's cool you know i'm not complaining we're just having to, trying to have a good time that's why we started yeah. the podcast because mm-hmm. um you know we, we also talked about how being out here like you know no <laughs> one comes to see you unless like they mean it and then um which i kind of <laughs> like but the, but that's another reason why i want to start a podcast because i still do love like people and my mm-hmm. friends and right. i like meeting new people and you know, it's funny about the show. It's like I'll bring on my friends and then I'll bring on people that I have never met before, mm-hmm. um, like right now. Right. You know what I mean? And it's really cool. It's I think it's a really cool format to, like, learn new and interesting yeah. things about people. So Yeah, because there know. are some interesting people around here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's, Sometimes you there's, wouldn't there's even interesting know. people and then there's interesting people. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But how did I say it when I said it? I don't know. <laughs> I say, well, like, if you're on the east side, you wouldn't get no work done. Everybody would be stopping by. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, it would, be, it would be there. nuts. <laughs> yeah, it would be nuts. I mean, plus, too, I'd probably be more tempted to, like. Skip work. Yeah. Leave. <laughs> you know, leave and go out to Everybody's the playground. Everybody's having fun. Yeah, head out to the playground. Go for lunch five hours later, come back. Yep. yep. <laughs> Drunk. Yep. Drunk and salty. <laughs> exactly. So, <yeah>. <laughs> Drunk and salty is no way to go through life. Said no one ever. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> not so, in January anyways. So. I was actually, you know, what I want to talk to you about, I thought it was really interesting. I didn't know this, that you were the surfing coach for Gibbons. Yeah. Yep. When did you do that? So that was uh, at least... 15 years ago, I guess, maybe not that long, 10 years ago. So how long but did you do that for? A couple of years. They had, they had like a little high school series. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know about it. And then uh, they asked me to be the coach. So Red Bull was putting it on, actually. And then Red so Bull we, was? Yeah. So that's why we all had Red Bull stuff back cool. then, way back then. Yeah, I went, to, I went to Gibbons. Yeah, that's why. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, that's why we connected there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Gibbons. Yeah. I love that place. That's, you know, that, that. I credit Gibbons for forming a lot of um, a lot of my you know 
you know, good years. But yeah. they had a lot mm-hmm. of good years there. You know, I guess yeah. that's the way I'm trying to say that. But um, I remember when we were there, we tried. Now, there was a surf team. My brother used to shape boards. Um, so I grew up, like, in our back porch where, where we grew up. Like, mm-hmm. there was nothing but resin, like, all over, like, the back porch. And, like, God bless my parents for allowing my brother to do that. And I would, like, paint the boards and everything. And That's cool. I was a little kid, but my brother just let me do it anyway. That was always an artist. You got to find system. those boards. Were you using yeah. Sharpie then? Or no, some, some, no, I was using, like, sometimes paint pens or just, yeah, like, pen. you know, whatever. And, you know, huh. But I would I would paint, too, sometimes right. with, like, an airbrush or whatever, like, right on the Clark foam and that's and really then he cool. was just resin over it, yeah. But that was like a lifetime ago. <laughs> but you know, they was there was a surf team when he was at Gibbons that he was on, and then there wasn't anything because it was wasn't really formed. Like right. I think they tried to do something through the ECU for yeah. for some short period of time, but I don't think it ever worked out. And then we tried to do something like by talking to some of the other kids at the other schools, and then it really just wasn't really organized. We didn't really do anything right. about it. But it's cool. So my point is, it's cool to hear that something actually happened yeah. with that. I don't know. And one year, I actually, I had, I tried to form a high school uh, surf thing in Broward County. Oh, and, you did? Yeah, and we did do. We only had one event though. But I tried to get it together where we'd have multiple events. But we did have one. Where we had probably like eight schools in Broward. Mm-hmm. They all came out in northeast one that year. Oh, they did. So, That's yeah. pretty cool. Was, yep. What well, happened? It's just too hard to keep it. Too hard to keep it going. Huh? Too hard to keep it going? Or? Yeah, just, I mean, the, the school backing, they want to, like, oh. be responsible and all that. Yeah, yeah I would so, imagine that. From back huh? then, it was a little more. Yeah. Back then, you so. think it would be easier. Yeah. Like, well, now, but, now but, forget yeah. it, probably. Yeah, now with the, you know, everyone's <laughs> so worried about, you know, liability. Yeah. I guess but, they were back then, too, yeah. not like so now. They didn't want yeah. to take it on, but it was good. It, they still have the big trophy, made a big team trophy. Yeah. Like, it, it was made for to be a perpetual one, but they ended up there to up it in there so the northeast did yeah we gotta That's go cool. get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no no more well, trophies <laughs> put it back together but. so i mean very few times um where i look at a couple and like think it's like a perfect match i mean oh. from the outside looking in i see that about you guys always have i'm like wow what a great what a great team you guys make mm-hmm. um this one I always tell, I can't say it enough about this whole paddleboarding from Key West to Cuba yeah. thing that she did. Um, you know, you got to admire. I mean, you, how do you feel about this one over here? I mean, this is like <laughs> this. No, I mean, like this is what I'm trying to get out of my mouth here. Like this is one of the more special people right. that I've met. Like she just charges and, you know, being, being the firefighter and just all the work you do at the Special Olympics and just like you got a heart of gold and everything like that. I mean, just one of the most admirable people that i've ever met oh, thank you and it's true it's true and um and you gotta be proud of that oh yeah what really are you thinking proud. when you see her paddling like from like one from island to the next yeah uh <laughs> just keep paddling keep paddling. Now, it's really good i mean i had a lot of tears in my eyes when she did the crossing too at the yeah. finish like the news medias were calling me when we we're like five miles out and they're like oh what's going on this and that and you know i get on the phone with them and i, and I just have tears just because she's gonna make it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, was, she's amazing. She's awesome. But yeah. It was a great challenge, and she did it. I mean, she had to do it. So. <laughs> I would never hear the end of it if I didn't. <laughs> it's so yeah. the story you told about how you like you couldn't feel your legs for like three months, but <laughs> my fingers. Your fingers. I lost feeling on my fingertips. <sighs> to my middle fingers. Ugh. That's crazy. 
thought it was going to be forever, but it wasn't. I got used to it. I'm like, all right, well, I think I could use three fingers and be fine. We're but they're back now. They are totally yeah. fine. All right, cool. <laughs> all swell that ends well. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, well, you guys take me through some of the things that you do in the community here. I mean, you you were uh, the president for the Longboard Association. Yeah, I was president for South Florida Longboard Association. Mm-hmm. It's probably like over thirty two years now. It's been going on. Yeah. So I helped start. There was one pre- the first president, and then a couple of presidents. And I took it over for a while, and then uh, it's like one of the oldest surf clubs in the mm-hmm. country. I mean, we we still meet the first Thursday. The one here is one of the yeah. oldest in the country. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! We still meet the first Thursday of every month, and we have our six eight zero surf line hotline daily report. Mm-hmm. Our, our new president, he does a daily report every day. He puts it on there. Who's the new president now? Is uh, Anthony Mariano Ant Man. Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. So he's pretty cool. He's a good waterman. He's a fireman, too. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a good waterman, too. Uh, lifeguard, ex-lifeguard. Mm-hmm. So he's, and he's younger. He's, we're trying to get the younger people getting in there more, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the perfect uh, material. And he's a great surfer, kite surfer, everything. Really? Yep. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. Um, so that's been going on for over 30-something years. And then... I ran the Eastern Surfing Association, South Florida District, for mm-hmm. probably over 20 years. So that, that's that been going on. But I just got out of that. Uh, Didn't you guys, um, with the Longboard Association, weren't you telling me that it was associated with, like, surfers for autism? No, that was different. Um, that was different. That we was started, a different club. We helped start that also. But. Uh, before I came to, we call it SFLA, South Florida Longboard Association. Okay. So before I came over to SFLA, when I first started learning how to surf, I was in a surf club called Trespass Surf Club, mm-hmm. which was based out of Deerfield because I lived in Lighthouse Point, so it was, like, closer. And I used to surf there. But um, the president, I think we talked about of that time, mm-hmm. last time I was here, but his brother had autism, and so he wanted to start this surfing for autism thing for his brother. So that club started Surfers for Autism, and SFLA helped us run the first one. Yeah, cool. So and that's where that came. By Deerfield mm-hmm. Pier. Yeah. yeah, I surfed a lot of trespassing growing up. I mean, I don't really surf much anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like so out of shape and just like I don't know, too much Western living for me. I was I guess. say <laughs> Coral Springs rubbed off on you. Yeah, but yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, I grew up. I was I used to work at BC Surfing Sport with Chuck. I had Chuck. And Chuck um, yeah, and um, you know, mostly most of the surfing I would do is like between Silver Thatch and mm-hmm. Trespass, and like you know, occasionally, obviously. You just go up coast and yeah. wherever the first nice break is, that's where you stop kind of thing. Exactly. But, you know, or just head right straight to Sebastian and, you know, forget about it. Right. But, you know, that's kind of like, you know, growing up as a kid doing that all the time. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You guys finding, like, <laughs> you guys are up there now. Like, We're up in yeah. Fort Pierce. You're up in Fort Pierce now. Fort like, Pierce you on surf the south in North Jetty mostly? Uh, she was just there yesterday. That's where the pictures came from yesterday. Okay, it was in North yeah. Jetty? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot so, of good spots in North Jetty is diff- a different kind of break. I'm goofy, so I yeah, like laughs. Me but too. I'm gonna yeah. get used to North Jetty because when it gets good, it gets really good. So right. I gotta make my way in there. But I like Dolman and Walton Rocks is good. Walton so there's Rocks, like yeah. so many. Our house is on the so- south side of the island, mm-hmm. of the inlet. Um, so there's we're like ten minutes from every break, pretty right. much. Yeah. So you like it up there? It's awesome. Yeah. It's like here was twenty years ago. Right. Well, not here, Pompano. Pompano. Pompano right. <laughs> You know, it's funny when we had the mayor on, mm-hmm. we were just talking about that before. Um, I kind of asked him, I'm like, you know, there's all this development going on in Pompano. I'm like, 
Are you going to keep any like the old pompano here? Is like the plan to just <laughs> like Fort Lauderdale this whole thing? And you know, and I'm like, I hope not. Mm-hmm. And he's like, No, we want to keep the charm of pompano and everything like that. So I don't know the way uh, things are going. Yeah. I mean, it's not looking that way. I mean, it's looking like really, really, really getting developed. I went but. to the post office this morning. I right there, that big high rise right there. I'm like, Whoa! Yeah, like looks like it's like going to break right on the post office. Like a big wave's coming. Is it the <laughs> one right near the? But uh. Uh, which, which, oh, park, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new one, right right off Atlantic, yeah. It's like yeah. casting that huge shadow, like, right over the road. And yeah. Well, well that one too. Right on the yeah. road. Yeah. 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 Well, that's when it, like, hit me last year, I think, or the year before, when I really made a decision, like, this is it. I got to get out of here. Is I was on Atlantic going uh, east, and I got stopped in traffic because there's a ton of traffic now there, obviously. And there, those two new buildings that they're building right near Cyprus and Atlantic, kind mm-hmm. of. I don't know, remember the name of them, but. I was in traffic and it was dark, but it was light out. Right. And I was like, what the heck? And I was like, you know what? No, this is not. I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> those those buildings seem out of place to me. Yeah. Because yeah. like, you're running down Atlantic and you're just like, what is that? You know, but. <laughs> it used to be like Fort Lauderdale, Pompano, Deerfield, but Pompano was like all dark and like yep. no traffic. <laughs> Somehow I just missed that little spot. Not anymore. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Bad. The, um, I struggle with that, yeah, you know, good. because I really, I mean, I really love our local area and just love North Broward in general. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just almost just like, well, what do you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like you get pushed know. out of your home. I mean, I don't I know. know. It's, it's tough. I mean, I, I totally understand mm-hmm. like the whole wanderlust to go yeah. north of here. And, you know, especially a lot yeah, of those towns like, have like, you know, codes like you can't build over like five stories right. or whatever and there's a lot of preserve in that area just like a lot of nature and of course the waves are better so you right. know we're like what are we doing here like now prices are high for everything you can't park at the beach for less than like four bucks an hour which for us costs a lot because we're there yeah. all the time for hours and then there's no waves so mm-hmm. why are we even here dealing with this if there's no no waves yeah you know? so we figured instead of doing surf trips we'll just come down and do dive trips <laughs> Right. Stock the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's close enough. Yeah, do you guys you know? do a lot of free diving? Yeah, we yeah. only free only free dive. Only free dive. Mm-hmm. Yep. How often do you guys get down? How often? Yeah, how often do you guys go diving? Like a lot? Go, di- go diving? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Depends on the summertime. Depends on the conditions. I mean, yeah. sometimes we'll go. Depends how many lobsters we have, too. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that true. Depends, too. We that's usually true. go to hunt mostly. Yeah, like, yeah. We, yeah. Usually when we dive, we just go to get lobsters. So because there's not much fish around, and then whatever fish there are around, it's not even worth hardly sparing, anyways. Yeah, the summer. Just gets leave dead. Them, leave It'll them be interesting though, now that we're up there. Like, yeah. I mean, he's always free dive. I worked on a dive boat when I was going to paramedic school years mm-hmm. ago. That was tank diving, but I don't do that anymore. We just free dive. It's way yeah. more fun. But up there, we're kind of like. So when we free dive now, we just, he has an old surfboard, like six foot, that he has a milk crate on, and we just put our gear in there and loopers and stuff. He has it all rigged up, and we mm-hmm. swim. So we swim around for like four or five hours till we're done. But up there, it's kind of a little more sharky. Yeah. So we're kind of like, hmm, maybe we need to upgrade to paddleboard size or. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little but, sharky. And, you know, you want to swim because you want to see where the holes are and see what, you know, you want to be swimming while you're looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like getting dragged on a boat. Maybe once we get used to it up there. <laughs> I don't think we'll be dragging much up yeah, there. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> you feel like you're trolling yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but the lobsters are a lot bigger 
up yeah. there. Up there? Yeah. 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 So. Well, it's because be, no one's diving down again. Yeah, I guess it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it'll yeah. make it Come worth it. Who's going to get you first? You only need to get two and you're good for a bit. <laughs> yeah. You guys recently got out to Hawaii, though, didn't you? Yeah, we go out every year. Every year you go? His go parents live my there. My parents are still there. So mm-hmm. okay. I see my parents and my brother and my family yeah, that's cool. still out there. So. Yep, so we go out. I'll probably get out there more. I'm dying to get out there. I've never been out there. Oh, oh you yeah. love it. Yeah. You yeah. Sit up your it's artwork and yeah, start for sure. drawing right away. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. A, I've been told by more than one person that if I ever go to Hawaii, then I'm probably never going to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's nice. It's pretty. Kind of like here a little bit, but just different. Just mountains. And just mountains and more waves, but yeah, it's similar. Crowded. I mean, it's really crowded. Certain islands are really crowded. Yeah. It's worse in here, actually. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it's the big island. Well, because there's only packed, like one. Right? Well, the big island is the biggest island, but it's the least populated island. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, then I'm getting that confused. Yeah. With, I'm so getting Hano- that confused with Oahu then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the big island is called Hawaii. Right. And then Oahu is where Honolulu, Hawaii, Five O is. And all right. That. Right. All the yeah. high rises and. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it's really congested. Yeah. It's, it's worse than South Beach. I mean, there's definitely a lot of a lot of energy in the ocean for sure. Right. Like it's real cool to feel. You feel the difference big time. Yeah, so. I felt that. I mean, when I was you know, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, I don't know when it was at this point, but I surfed in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those Pacific waves are a lot harder. Than, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like heavier, harder, mm-hmm. you know, than, uh, than the oh, ones yeah. we got it's here. Like, whoo, yeah. man. You know, it's okay, like, you feel like, you feel like a... <laughs> I like what's out there, and I'm like, okay, now I get what people are talking about. They say we surf shore break. Yeah, yeah. You know, Found it, right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the um, so the uh, you surf with uh, you surf with you fish with Slop City, Slop City, Carl Torson. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You guys so, had a good year last year, didn't you? Yeah, last year we were we almost won the whole. Yeah, series. I remember that you guys came close. Yeah, but for some reason, we always have some little breakdown. Oh, that's right. Tur- <laughs> I remember that. During yeah. tournaments, something always happens. But it was like but the last tournament, though. The last tournament, was... they put the uh, the live well on, the intake backwards. So we're running to where we needed to go in the morning. Oh. We checked our bait wells, and they were getting emptied. So our baits were dying. No. Half of them died. So we wanted to make the, the run, but we couldn't make the run. So we just had to fish wherever. You know, oh my had, goodness! So <laughs> we we stopped. The first stop was off of uh, I think maybe right off before uh, Boynton Inlet, probably just south of there. Well, I yeah. didn't realize that's what had happened. Yeah, I, I thought you had mechanical failure on like no, the engines or something. But the, yeah, usually we have mechanical failure like yeah. that. So, but last the year before, yeah, we ran up to Fort Pierce and we blew an engine. You so know, the funny could, thing is, like I, I kept seeing like Carl there. like post up about. After every tournament and like getting all like jacked up about it, and then I read that story that he posted. I was like, I was so bummed out. Every year, every year something's gonna happen. And they had it too. Yeah. So we were there, but oh well. Yeah, we got yeah we got a third and a second, and then we just the last tournament. I don't know what we ended up with, but we need to be in top five early for that one to celebrate. (laughs) I was somewhere at a conference or something. Oh my goodness! I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be great. He's like, you won't believe what happened. Oh no. What? <laughs> All yeah. our bait died. But Carl, yeah, he's a great guy. He's doing really well. Slav City Charters, so. Yeah, that, that's got a good year. Yeah, he, sure. he's got a 60-pound king, uh, 60-something, two days ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he's fishing out of Palm Beach. So he's one of the best captains out of Palm Beach. Yeah. So 
and yeah. Yeah, right good. on. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. You caught a big wahoo. You know, I got a big uh, mahi. It was a big mahi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like 68, 68. That's a, a big pounder. mahi. Yeah, we were off of... Uh, we were just talking to Ricky about the, the one he oh, caught he got, at the Meat Mayhem like last year. Yeah. You know, too. That was a big one, too. Man. That's, yeah. that's so nice. one. I love when those mahis, those big mahis come up, man. Is that yeah. the one on the wall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, so I fished <laughs> with this couple. They're like a weekend warrior booze cruisers. Uh-huh. Dave and Karen on uh, light duty. They got like a 21-foot Cape Corn or something. But geez. Light duty? Yeah. <laughs> light, L-I-T-E. Yeah. yeah. So flat um, calm day in the summer. I go, I don't know, I think the fish is too good or whatever because it's really calm and flat, and I heard nothing's been biting. So we're running out. We're running out of Fort Lauderdale. So we're running about three, four miles. I see like four boats piled up together out there. So I go, let's run over there. Maybe something's over there. So we run over there. It's big old pallets, like 20 feet by four feet all together, loaded with bait fish, fish, all kinds of fish, and triple tails, a couple little peanut dolphin. So I go, let's sit here and we'll catch uh, some fish, whatever. Right. And they just like catching whatever anyway. It's like, all right, we'll catch this, cut some triple tails. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so I call my friends and I go, hey, what's biting? Anything outside? Uh, nothing out offshore. Anything anywhere? No. So I said, well, let's just sit here on this pallet. So we just sat here for like an hour. Oh, God. Over an hour we're sitting there and we're catching all these little fish. They're like, yeah, and all the boats are coming, charter boats coming around us. So now we're kind of a little further north and then. All of a sudden, a big school of dolphin come. They come by the boat. And it's only us. We're sitting there. Whoosh. They're spraying us. They come underneath the boat. They huddle underneath the boat. Big blue marlin comes, chasing them. Things come like, whoosh. <laughs> and the spray is like spraying us. It's coming by the boat, whoosh, trying to wow. catch the mahis. Hey, let's try to catch this thing. So we put out a, we didn't have no live bait, but we put out a valley. We started trolling around. The, our little rod would, you're going for the marlin. Yeah. We just had our biggest reel was like the Shimano uh, 30. So yeah, things hooked up. Oh, we got him. We got him. We got him. Yeah. <laughs> thing starts jumping. But the thing was so far back, it's jumping like straight back that way. So all you see is like a big spray. Yeah. And it's a big enough mahi to make you think. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. We thought it was the marlin. Yeah. So I go, that ain't the marlin. It might be a white marlin. So I had it. So I gave it to the girl. I go, here, you fight the thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And she goes, she's trying to crank it in, and then and I go, and she goes, nah, I don't want it. <laughs> she was she's already tired, right? Like tired, so I was, all right, take the paper. The thing turned. It, it, oh, it's a big bull. I don't want you it. can see that thing. Yeah. Big Did she bowl. grab the rod back? <laughs> I gave it back to her. I said, yeah, take that thing. She starts reeling some more. Then I gave, then gave it to the husband. Babe starts cranking. So everybody was reeling this thing. I said, all right, yeah. we all get to share reeling it. And so, when the thing gets closer, Dave just drive the boat and then Karen hand me the gaff, so brought it by the boat. Yeah. Gaffed it, threw it in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so we just started partying and drinking. Yeah, for sure. And we're about eight miles off by then, off of uh, Hillsborough Inlet. So Yeah, that's killer, man. And then we came in the Lighthouse Point Marina, weighed them right there. Dude, so, so that's yeah. the, that's, man, that's my favorite. Right there, that story you told, like, to <laughs> me, that's like, those are my favorite kind of fishing stories. Like, when you're just, with like some friends and you yeah. all are just going to have a good time and you have that moment together. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the best. I mean, it's like tournament setting and like all that's cool. Right. You know what I mean? Or like, stress. Yeah. <laughs> stressful. And like you, or if you're, even if you're on like a, 
like a big like sport fish or something like that where you like you almost feel like you're supposed to catch fish like that right. you know what i mean but like when you're just like tooling around <laughs> with your friends and you find like a pallet and then like you hit like the fish lottery yeah, you know what I mean? it's like you're like so stoked like that because yeah, it's like yeah. more unlikely and you just all are just there to have a good time people are wondering why do you sit on that thing so long you know it's like oh, like a mcdonald's in the middle of the desert you know? right like, right where else are the fish gonna go yep sooner or later something's gotta come so. exactly right, exactly so. yeah it's like a fad like they'll come around yeah. eventually so that was pretty cool they were excited yeah, yeah that's awesome what did you bring with you there uh some of our victoria's good eggnog here <laughs> Oh, there's something else, too, though, in the bag. What's that? You want to open that up? That's for later. (laughs) You want to open it up? Yeah. You brought it. We're drinking it. Oh. All right. Oh, is it it heavy duty? We're usually on a dry January, but... Well, well, this is the safe zone. Yeah. So the outside world doesn't exist. Nobody knows. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, the outside world doesn't exist. I like it. Right. We'll, we'll, we could post the podcast February 1st. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Let's perfect. There you go. Serve them up. Serve them All up. All right. Uh, oh, do you hear it? I did hear it. Listen. Oh. John, John you, you don't want one. No, I can't. John, oh, John doesn't feel good today. <laughs> so I got I got to I got to pay John double today because he's 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 putting in the hard work. No, really. Yeah, I no, feel for him. Sick. I feel for him. And he's he's struggling, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Don't Cheers. drink it too fast. Was it Evan Just Williams eggnog? Yeah. That has a shadow whiskey in it. Mm, that's good. You know what? This is the best after Tasty. a nice cold day when there's good swell and you surfed all day. Yeah. And you just hang out in the parking lot with your friends and drink this. Wow. Usually I keep one that is good. Bread. Yeah, it's really good. Real good. You just <laughs> turn me on to something special. Yeah. <laughs> so usually around the holidays, they all sell yep. those. Evan Williams. Yeah, I, I always drink that yeah. stuff around Christmas. Do you? Uh, yep. The Evan Williams? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make a couple like different Walgreens. ones. This is my first good. experience with it. So. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, good, Walgreens huh? has a, has a good one, too. But this one's, this is the only oh, one that they have next at the wine shop out of uh, McNabb. Oh. Right on. Cheers twice for that yeah, one. All right. Yeah, yeah for sure. Stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Happy belated Christmas, then. Yeah. Because you brought the eggnog. <laughs> right, good thing it's February. <laughs> I said we have to start doing dry January and February because it's the shorter month. And yeah. a lot of stuff goes on in January now. Yeah. It used to be like Christmas and all this other holiday stuff, and then January was just like a dead zone. Now it's not. It's yeah. Like, well, plus, you got playoff football too, like every weekend, yeah. and it's kind of like there's always something. Yeah, always something, and it's like good weather, and mm-hmm. I, I'd rather go for the sober you October one. Have a glass one. of wine. Like, <laughs> the sober October. October. Sober. Oh, that's a yeah, good one. Right, because actually, then, that's that's actually a good. And you know, after <laughs> Halloween, then you can you yeah know, enjoy your All Saints Day with. Might have to do that. A pint. Might have to change it. Yeah. Because this January's been tough. January's been tough. So <laughs> maybe it's just the move. That's probably what it is. You know, that's another thing, too. You guys did dry January during a move. I know. Like, you know, they say, yeah, I heard that. Terrible. I've heard that, um, like, a move is the same stress level as when people go through, like, experience a death of oh, really? someone's close to them or if they go through, like, a divorce. Oh. Like, the stress you experience, oh, like, is, they say that you experience the same level of stress during a move because you got mm. all these things on your mind. Yeah. And you don't really want to deal with it. Right. You know what I mean? So at the but same time, to. but you have to, yeah. you have to just like get through it and it's like, whatever. Cause it's nobody true. likes moving. Like moving is no fun. I think I've been trying to keep it calm and my so eyes been twitching been like for like two weeks. Uh, yeah. So that's what, but it's that, like, 
Two weeks now. It's twitching? I yeah. I can't get it to stop. It won't stop. <laughs> I made an eye appointment. Well, maybe you'll, you'll, it'll stop. Like, just like you got yeah, your feeling back so. in your fingers. Do <laughs> you see it? Watch. I do see it. Isn't that weird? Is it like nonstop? Non all the time. Or only when you put your face in like a certain position. No, all the time. I actually totally see that. Wow, Two that's weeks. the craziest thing your eyes touch. If I like make a muscle, like smile or something, it kind of stops, I think. Right. But nope. Wow. Because I'm like this. We gotta move. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. no, moving is stressful. <laughs> yeah. Moving is stressful. I mean, because it's like, and you know the worst part about it is, like, people don't, I don't think they put that perspective on it that it is stressful. Mm-hmm. It's all these things, like, just, like, sneak up on you. Yeah. All these and it comes movies. quick. Yeah. You know? comes There's quick. a lot of stuff you have to do quick, yeah. before you move. I mean, we've been kind of dealing with the process for, like, six months now, though. Because we sold and bought in July. Right. And we rented for a few months. Well, till two weeks. We have two more weeks. Right. So we've been, like, doing it slower. But now is, like, the final crunch time. So, Did all our stuff movers? is a, no. Yeah, me. Yeah. No, we had like, we had like twenty of our friends came and helped us move. Yeah. yeah, our first initial move was really yeah. good. We all had my, a bunch all of my truck and came. All. We yeah. had like a forty-five foot truck and, and a pod, and I just called up all my friends. They all came. All right, let's do this thing, and they yeah, filled cool. up everything, and then brought the pod up. They brought the pod up, and the day we brought the truck up. The guys came up in a truck. All my friends came up in a truck. We unloaded everything. Same did day. Everything, like, same day. I went in the morning to sign the closing papers in Deerfield. Mm-hmm. And they were, the lady let us move in, get in before I closed, just because cool. they're cool. But um, right when I was driving up, I get a phone call. Hey, can we knock that wall down? I'm like, no. I just signed the closing papers. I want to see what the place looks like. Like, at least, because when I went for the inspection, I almost like lost my eye. So I couldn't really see this same eye. And, um, so I was like, wait, I want to see everything first the way it is. And then you can knock it down. You want to knock down the wall. We wanted to knock down an entryway wall and all the guys were there. They were ready. They already unloaded the trucks before I signed the papers. They're they're ready. So moving day and demo day all on the same day. So I got there and I'm like, all right, now you can. So they did. So we knocked down two walls. But that's, they were so quick. Yeah. I'm like, I just signed the papers. Hold on. I'm trying to drive as fast (laughs) as I can. Wait, wait for me. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, didn't want to walk exciting, into though. a construction zone right when I walk in. Like, yeah, right. oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Can I knock but down yeah. the house real quick? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Great. You walk. There's dust everywhere. And the lady that lived there, she rented it. She was the realtor, and she came over just to say congratulations. And she's like, "Oh my god, I paid this lady to come and like mop and dust and make it so nice for you guys to move in." And she walks in, and it's like a <laughs> plume of dust everywhere. <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, I didn't know." <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, it was good. <laughs> you, just, you just did a race, didn't you? Do what? Didn't you just do a race oh, recently? Yeah. yeah, I raced last two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. No, it was good. I um, I haven't raced in two years, right. like on the actual, like an actual serious kind of mentality. But I haven't really been training because... I get right, that's why I was bringing yeah. up because I don't think you raced in a while. So, so I haven't raced in a while, did. and my work hours are different right now, so I can't train Monday through Thursday on the water, and so I haven't really paddled. But it was a downwind race, which is more of my style. Right. So I figured it's eh, a good one to see where I'm at. I wanted to go into this season and race again. Um, I got to just need more time. But I, did, I got fourth, and I wasn't that far behind second and third, 
first she always is fast, and I was I actually was decent. I was like a minute per mile slower than her, which is of easy enough not easy enough but it's a manageable ground to make up if i train like you train, she yeah. does so you yeah, didn't so. train at all and you went like just cold into the race i mean yeah pretty much yeah. wow and i was in the front there was like a big huge split between the front pack and mm-hmm. then the second half so i came in 18th overall and there was like 60 some odd racers or something wow i was last in the front pack so I was like the slowest of the fastest, <laughs> but at least I was there. At least you belonged in that. Because path. a few yeah. months ago, I would have been probably in the back. So I I've been working out on land for a bit the last mm-hmm. couple of months just to try to get it back. Um, but I haven't been paddling, so I'm yeah. planning on doing more paddling once we move. And I yeah, have time, that's so. something I want to get into. Paddling, but paddle I, racing. I've never paddled boarded oh, at all. Okay, ever, and that's always something I've wanted to do. Just yeah, you, you know. Should. And now I'm at the point where I'm just like. Like, I really, like, this summer, like, I really, really just want to do it. Like, get out of the ocean, like, it. when it's flat and just start paddling. And yeah, you get my do kids something it. when it's flat. Yeah, I want to, like, do, like, get my kids into it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get they them some exercise that. and get yeah. them out on the water and, you know what I mean? It's fun. It's a great exercise for your whole body. And you yeah. don't realize you're exercising because it's, it's fun. I mean, yeah. you do realize it. Like, if you actually start training with it, you're like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Well, but, I'm not, hey. Yeah, <laughs> but if you're, if you're just going out for a leash, you, really you not, said the T word. <laughs> the training, hold on a second. <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> but even no. if you just go out for a paddle, you're working your whole body. It's See, way that's better the thing. than, yeah. I, I can't work out because I get bored out of my skull. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I'll try these, at like, a couple years ago, my wife and I did this whole 21-day fix thing, <laughs> yeah. right? And it was great. And I lost weight, and it did everything it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But on day 22, I was like, <laughs> Out. see ya, we're done, I'm over, I'm never doing that ever again. You know, even though the results were great. Yeah. But that's my thing now. That's my issue. Like, I always have to do something that's sports-related, mm-hmm. where it has, like, some sort of goal right. to it. You know, but I could probably do yoga or something like that, because I could look at it from, like, you know, a mental standpoint, maybe like as a relaxation mm-hmm. thing or something, you know what I mean? And probably get into it from that respect. Um, but as far as just like going to the gym and like working out and doing <laughs> cardio and everything like that, it's not I would fun. probably do that for like a week. Yeah. And then, then <laughs> like him. Like, yeah, then I would never do it again. Yeah. He doesn't train. Yeah, I can't. But he's Hawaiian. It's like he could stick but his I, finger in the water and catch a fish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he doesn't, water though. Yeah, he doesn't water have to train. I train my butt off. Like when I was actually training, right. I'll train my butt off, paddling every other day, every four, five times a week, working out, running, all this stuff. I go paddle with him like he joins me for company, and he's still in front of me. Still and I'm smiling. like trying to paddle to catch up to him. I finally pass him. You know, we did a race together, and it took me a lot. I've beat him finally, but it took me 13 wow. miles or something to catch up to him. And it was only because I was used to long distance and he wasn't. Oh, you but burnt still, out. Yeah. it yeah. still took it was, me 13 miles, like an hour and a half almost to catch him. And then Molly I finally got, and then I was worried. I what was that, and like he 27 me mile race? Or I was like, how far was it? I got worried. I was like, where is he? Then I, the last half of my race was bad because I lost you. I couldn't find him. Kept looking back, almost falling. Like, I hope he's okay. And then I saw the, the boats going. I'm like, I hope he's all right. But he was fine. <laughs> yeah. But still. I trained so much, and then this guy just goes out and, like, paddles and beats me. It's terrible. That was a 27-mile race, though, and I hadn't trained that much. 
That's where so I get you, it so from. So you jumped in cold to a 27-mile race? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah, pretty much kind of. Yeah, it's hardcore. But, well, because I wanted to do it. Oh. So I was going to do it with her, and then she just... And they said it's really fun, like this really fun Maui to Molokai, downwinder, straight downwinder, not like Molokai to Oahu I did the oh, year I before. Oh, remember you telling me about that. It was like yeah. crazy, and he had done that in 2007 or something. 2010. M2O Molokai yeah. to Oahu. So that's like a crazier race, 32 miles. It's one of the craziest channels to cross. But this one, Maui to Molokai, is 27 miles, so nice and downwindy. Perfect bumps. You don't need a support boat, which is like a thousand bucks a person, you know, mm-hmm. so it's cheaper and this and that. Well, so you have a oh, whole yeah, support so boat great. dedicated just to you? In M2O, you on have to. Other one, yeah. yeah. On the other race. Really? Each racer needs a boat. See, I can get into that. Boat. Yeah, it's fun. And take a break like every couple of minutes and <laughs> grab a drink. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, it's like you. I paid a thousand bucks for <laughs> the support boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you can it. do whatever you want. That's true. <laughs> but this one, Maui to Molokai, not straight downwinder, not straight bumps. Plus, they're like, oh, you can either go aim for that island over there, you can go on the outside, and everybody goes like this. So we're like, all right. Yeah, we don't know which way to go. Actually, we're just going wherever. Right. Because it's all different what route you take. Then there was one time where I'm like, this is crazy. I mean, the wind kicked up and started making, like, little tornado things near me. Come on. I'm like, what? And we it was not a boat. I don't know where anybody's it at. It was flat for, for a while before you even get to the channel, so that's what hurt me more. <laughs> Yeah, because like, you I, were explaining that to me before. Were you like sometimes like flat seas could be harder? Oh yeah, than especially like on boarding um, and non flat seas. Well, yeah. and especially in those particular races because the board you get for those races are downwind boards and they have more nose rocker. Okay. So that way you can ride the bumps better because yeah. you know it's long period swell. So you can when you get on a bump you could ride in the bump and it has a lot of times the boards. Well, not all of them. We ride a stock board that doesn't have the foot control, but a lot of them have a foot control rudder, mm-hmm. so you can steer yourself into the waves. And stay on each bump, like, as long as you possibly can. So that's really? how people go so fast. Or stock, we ride stock boards because we have to rent them. But um, but with all the boards have that little nose, a lot of nose rocker. So when it's flat, you're like, you're like, yeah. I don't know, you're like, you're, you're, like you're in quicksand or something. Like you know, like, yeah, you don't get that good glide. Or, yeah, it's <laughs> like, ooh, like you're a tugboat. Yeah, that's it's interesting. A lot it's, it's, slower. Yeah, this is like obviously a, I mean, a lot of paddleboarder, but learning all that little nuances, it's, it's yeah. kind of interesting to understand because I'm sure most people on, on the outside end just think it's just like a board in a skag and yeah. have at it. <laughs> no, you know, a lot of different A lot of people think that. I'll get on a board and just go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, before I make any purchases, I'll be sure to call you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I've had some people contact me since I did the crossing from Cuba. Just randomly, mm-hmm. so I don't know through email, whatever my website, and they're like, "Hey, I really want to do this crossing." And I always told myself, if somebody needs help for whatever it is, like I'm gonna respond because I had an experience where, like a lot of experiences where, when I needed help with this or other things throughout my career, like, and you reach out to like people who you were looking up to or whatever, and they don't reply, and I'm and you know they saw it, you know what I mean, or something like that, and you're like, what? like I didn't like that, so I always yeah. told myself. If somebody reaches out to me, I'll do what I can to help them with information, whatever I can do. So people will write to me and be like, hey, I want to do the same crossing for whatever reason it is. And can you give me logistics? And I'll be like, okay. And like you look them up and it's like they never paddleboarded before. They never did. We're on the water. Why in the world and, would and you I'm want like, to do that? To I don't yourself. know, but it's like the same thing because they look at you and it looks so graceful. Right. But they don't realize the whole, you know, all the technical aspects of it. So. They just want to jump in and do like some monstrous thing, and I'm like, oh, by the way, 
Have you paddleboarded before? That is crazy. Like we should they, probably start there. Yeah, you should probably just like. <laughs> but you don't want to crush anybody's dreams. Yeah, try starting like, at the end of the pier and work your way into the shore <laughs> real like, quick. Slow down there, Sparky. <laughs> wow. But that, yeah, that's kind of like you know even like when you're first like you know starting to surf or whatever and like you think like yeah like you can like master this or like you <laughs> know, oh I see I see Kelly Slater doing it like like it's nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna go surf pipeline. Have you yeah, and then no. like you, you know people <laughs> then like you start negotiating with yourself like okay cool I got up right you know that kind of thing but yeah you know, or like when I was working at the shop like you get that all the time people come in like I want to learn how to surf and you try to tell them like all right you know get a little bit bigger board you know what i mean it's something mm. like float your body a little bit and like you know easier to catch a wave with a longer board right. like you try to explain that to them and then oh we want a short board yeah, yeah they want like this like <laughs> okay. hot shot board and like all right whatever and then see you in know, a few weeks <laughs> yeah exactly they'll come back and be like you know, hey can, I hey, can you this take in? this back <laughs> yeah. can i return this thing like, it doesn't you, work <laughs> yeah, you put on consignment <laughs> <laughs> that's almost like with the wing falling now it's coming into play and then People buy wings and all these things. They could just get up on a wing and go and it's right. That's a really large with the foil and everything. Yeah, like, with the foil. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I saw that video of you doing that. Yeah, like, it's really. It was like a couple months ago. You put that one where you're like going yeah. all around. Yeah, that was out in Pompano. Yeah, but that's really hard. That's insane. Curve, that's so. what I was gonna say. That's like I saw that. and I'm like, no way. It's like, how are you doing that? It was that? a fun yeah. time to watch him in the beginning yeah. because he doesn't fall much. You never get to see him fall. Yeah. This thing like everybody doesn't matter who you are like yeah. and some of the wipeouts are like Ooh. up down up down it's wasn't like you it get like bucked La- off yeah right wasn't like laird hamilton like the first one to start like yeah, laird, way back yeah. then yeah way back with right? the snow boots on and stuff that's what they had yeah <laughs> laird kylani when he was a little kid way back then. yeah laird and uh, dave kalama yeah yeah, yeah that's probably 20 yeah, years we ago, went out i think two years ago after the expo and dave kalama was having like a little demo thing so we met him at the Banana River Resort, and he never, we never done it. So, of course, you know, me, I'm just like the normal, never done it person all over the place. Then he gets on it, and Dave's like, he didn't fall for like eight minutes. Dave's like, are you sure he hasn't done this before? <laughs> like, we got bored. We're like on the boat, like, come on, are you going to fall? Like, really? we're here because you, we want to learn, want to see everybody fall. <laughs> so then he gets all cocky with the suit. Yeah, and then suit, finally you know? he goes like, okay. <laughs> then you start trying things. And he then goes, he try to yeah. turn, and then... That was yeah. But still, like, oh, this guy, man. That's a whole different uh, learning experience. That's got to feel cool, though, like riding that thing, like, way yeah, up high, like, really over the, the water. Best thing is, you could ride a little wave over here, especially for here, like yeah. a little swell when you can't do nothing. So you could ride, pick up on a little swell mm-hmm. and just. So that little swell, that's going to push you then. Yeah. Any wow. moment. It doesn't wave. even have to break. Really? Mm-hmm. It just barely break to catch it. Well, we're sup foiling, so we're on a paddleboard with the sup, mm-hmm. with the foil on it. So just a little wave that breaks, it's going to just break, and then just the wave itself, the uh, swell, you just ride the swell without even breaking. You ever ground out an endo on that yeah, thing? Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ground out like endo. Oh, yeah, a couple times. You go really fast, too, on that thing. I got wind knocked out of me. Really? Yeah. I actually wear a padded thing when I go. I still do it. Really? I wear Because I was falling so hard, like... <sighs> I mean, you get bruises all over the place, and then, yeah, so now every time I go out, I, I wear my vest all the time. You never know when you're going to fall anyways, but. It yeah. happens so quick. It's like, phew, yeah. like you're walking on ice and you slip. Oh, it's man. It's like that quick. As soon as the wing comes right. out of the water, you're going straight down. Yeah. So the wing has to stay under the water, but it's just a whole different scenario and different thing. Weight it's, distribution. It's really weird when you fall really fast. hmm Because, like, 
if you ever have experienced that where like you're on the ground and don't even really remember falling, like oh, how yeah. the hell did I get on the ground <laughs> so fast? It was like our neighbor last night. Yeah. What happened? Uh, we, had, was, we put a bike out in our uh, house that we're renting. And it's still there. Nobody stole it. So. It was a tester bike. Yeah. And a t- he, a tester to, to, to see who's going to steal it. Right? It was a nice yeah. beach cruiser, but we didn't want it. And we didn't want to take it. it's rusty now. But it's still pretty good. But And we just left out in the carport. Okay. So, so when we moved there, nobody stole it. Yeah, pretty good for So my, my neighbor came over. And nice. I said, here, you can take the bike now because we're starting to get rid of all our... Take the bike home. And he's had a couple of drinks. All right, I'm going to ride the bike. It's on the bike. Oh, no. <laughs> Busted his eyebrow. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that caught him off guard. That was a oh. quick fall. Oh, man. I was going up in our, this is, I was going up in our attic. This is like a year ago, um, getting Christmas lights out. Oh, no. And we have one of those attics where I actually have to prop the ladder up, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know why I did this. For some reason, it's like one of those double ladders. Oh, And I God. did it the wrong way. Like, and I didn't realize that I did that the wrong way. And the thing gave out on me. Oh, shit. Yeah, I ate it pretty hard. Yikes. Like, I was, like, I, like for a while, like, my, my whole arm was, like, shaking. Like that Slide down it? I don't know. I was, that's what I'm oh. saying. I was, like, on the ground, like, so fast. Oh, God. Like, I remember, like, that's trying to, like, scary. catch myself in the attic, and then all of a sudden the attic just disappeared so quickly. Like, there You're was, like, like I was, like, oh. I remember, like, grabbing, like, for the air, like, of the, oh, of the no. attic. Like, and I ate it, like, pretty hard. Ugh. Like, I thought I, like, did, like, really more damage to myself than actually Yikes. happened. But yeah, when you like, there's like nothing more surprising than like a quick no. fall like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the foil. But at least you land in water. Yeah, exactly. And once you yeah. get it, you know, it feels great. Yeah. It's like floating. Right on. Adding a magic carpet. <laughs> nice and quiet. Cool. You have any more races coming up? I don't know. Nothing cool. big. I'm going to do Nothing big... you're playing on the train for? <laughs> I can't. I don't have time right now. That's the problem. I'll have time yeah. in two weeks more when we move. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's another race February 8th I might do that's on like the little Florida circuit. Right. But I'm not going to have trained for that. But then after that, I might start training. I wanted to do a, a big race this year in North Carolina, but I don't think. I Isn't mean, the Carolina Cup one? Yeah. I've it's heard like of that. one of the first bigger races of the year where you could kind of see where you're at. Yeah. And I, I mean, I kind of know where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. If I win, it would just be to like really see where I'm at. It just depends what I can do in February, March. And a bit of April. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. So, but I'm looking forward to it. Like a lot of the reason why I wanted to move and reroute my life was so I can spend more quality time with myself and my training and everything like the passions and stuff. Because everything that I've done, even with the crossing, it's all been just jammed in. Like, yeah, I can't, I don't even really know what I can do because I've never had the opportunity to really do it right. I've just jammed everything in. <laughs> You know, so, as someone who jams everything in myself, I, I can totally relate. You know, right? I mean, yeah, like it's, you know, I was just thinking about that too where, you know, you can make a case for, okay, being in Pompano, like I'm talking from our perspective, mm-hmm. like make a case for like being in Pompano and being around like a lot of the industry or a lot of the people and, you know, or like move further north and be a little bit more secluded. Right. There's pluses and minuses to it. Like from a business and a networking standpoint, it's probably better off down here. Mm-hmm. But from a production standpoint, I bet you I can get like a lot more yeah. done and like distance myself from a lot of the noise and probably create like maybe more meaningful work. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You well, I mean, my that. training's better up there for sure. I get better quality. 
my runs are faster because I'm more relaxed. You know, I'm around like trees and there's no cars and the people and the action and stuff like down here. It's exhausting, you know, to see yeah. all that and you don't want to get hit by a car. So you have to pick these routes that aren't really fun. You're running around a neighborhood with houses. And so up yeah. there I get to run an A1A and it's like trees everywhere, nothing sure. else. And then my paddles are nicer because it's beautiful and there's a lot of access. I don't hear if you don't live on the water and the beach is rough and you want to just get in some miles, you got to go to basically like George English because there's no right. water access. There's mm-hmm. no water access. Yeah. So there you can go anywhere. And probably you're dodging access. boats and wakes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, wakes and it's yeah. gross and now there's poo poo in the water and you can't right. go. And so up there it's like quality is so much better. Yeah. So even just the times we've gone up for like four days in a row, my training's been on point. Yeah, so, that's good. Which is awesome. And the intercoastal like really opens up up there. Yeah, too, the Indian River. It? Yeah, it's like yeah, gets really wide and natural. Giant. And yeah, that's really where cool. we are. It's probably like a mile and a half or two miles wide. further than that. Yeah, yeah it's maybe really three wide. miles wide. Yeah, yeah, it's well. That's one of the things that I loved most about up that area is the way everything just kind of opens up on the. And inside. then I haven't fished mm-hmm. up there yet, but they said fishing up there is awesome. Oh, in I the mean, backwater, just go wherever and fish. Yeah, snook. The, the inshore fishing up like that way. Um, I know. Um, you know, I talked to you know my buddy George Gods and then Rufus Wakeman. They live up there, and they always tell me about um, you know, and it's, it's commonly known too. Like you know, yeah. The, uh, the snook and the tarpon fishing up there right. is just, you know, phenomenal. Mostly the snook. Yeah. You know, but, I haven't caught one of those yet. Yeah, it's um, really good, like Stewart, especially, in the Port St. Lucie mm-hmm. River, and it all looks like the snook fishing. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. Yeah. Probably one of the best snook fisheries. Would you agree with that? Probably one of the best snook fisheries yeah, in the in world. Yeah, in the area. Yeah. And Stewart, yep. Yeah, probably mm. Stewart, for sure. Jensen Beach area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah, for sure. Stewart Inlet. Inlet they have there, right? Or the Port St. Lucie yeah. Inlet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 And mm. then the St. Lucie River. And that's the area where they really had um, a lot of problems with mm. the algae blooms and the runoff yeah. from the Lake O. And yeah. did, like a lot of the grass beds died in there, um, which was, you know, really, really unfortunate. Um, I remember when George came in for his podcast, we went on like Google Maps afterwards and he was just pointing out like all these areas. He's like, hey, see that big sandy shoal right there? Like, yeah, he's like, that used to all be grass. Hmm. Like, wow. and, like this, and he's like pointing out all these different areas, like used to all be grass. And he's like, it's just not Ugh. the same anymore. And so it's going to take a long time for all that to grow back. Yeah. You know, as, as long as we can keep like those circumstances happening. from happening again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But hmm. I mean, it's Yikes. devastating, you know, and you got to get the oyster beds back and all that. Yeah. And, That's, you know, it's, it's going to take a little time, but. You know, at least it's, at least now it's like, you know, it's happening now already Mm -hmm. and it's bouncing back. But, um, we just got to make sure that those circumstances don't ever happen again, which is kind of like, which makes me so (laughs) infuriated about this whole Fort Lauderdale situation. Right. Because here we are like, you know, DeSantis comes and like into office and his first move is like fire the entire water commission that made it that (laughs) way in the first place. And then to put in a new group and they seem to be managing it properly this time around. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 our right. sewers start popping, you know, like balloons. And it's just like, come on. Infrastructure. You know what I mean? Yeah, infrastructure. Yeah. And when we had the mayor Pompano Ugh. on and, and um, Horatio was on, he was explaining how, you know, Pompano made this huge investment to, like, update all the sewer systems. And, you know, and they did a great job at that. That is one thing that, like, oh, with all good. this development, they yeah. did forecast. 
that. Right. Right. That's Where good. Fort Lauderdale did not. Uh, no. That's good. They went and they built up and they did not forecast the fact that their sewer system was like over 60 years old and all salt corroded oh. and needed to be updated. And apparently there was money earmarked for it. And this is yeah. this is the big problem right now that everyone's like, where'd that money go? Yeah. The corruption. You know, yeah, yeah. So they're like, well, we're, you know. Cruise ships. Yeah. Where's, where's the money that, that was earmarked that was supposed to update the sewer system because they would put band-aids on it, mm-hmm. you know, and clamp here and, you know, ring there and whatever. And now they're just like. Now, they're, well, yeah, now they're paying for it. Yikes. You know what I mean? Well, not paying for it. They're paying the price. Right. Yeah. So. It's kind of really makes everyone mad at that happened though. Yeah. Because I mean, there's no other way to look at it than it's got to all get replaced because the time for plugging it up or while, putting probably. a piece of gum on it, it's done. It's over. We're past that point. Right. What was like, it seven leaks? Seven? How long is that going to take? That's going to take some time. Long time. Yeah. Long time. Long. Yeah. I mean, you got to put forth. And what a are plan. they supposed to do meanwhile? That's the thing. You got to like close it up somehow. Yeah. And Ooh. then start. Making a replacement plan. Right. Where's the money going to come from? You know what I mean? You're going to raise taxes again? I mean, probably. I, I don't know. You're probably going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So That's it's really unfortunate like, to see. Peace out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's really important. But here's the thing, though. This is what I want the rest of the state to kind of pay attention to. Like, don't think that that can't happen to you. Right. Whatever town you live in yeah. other than Fort Lauderdale. Because That's it true. certainly can. Fort Lauderdale is just the example because it's developed so much earlier yeah. than your town mm-hmm. did. You know yeah, so mean? hopefully everybody follows that example and right. plans ahead of time. Put the money where it's supposed to go. So yeah. if you got like, yeah. um, so you got what, like Jacksonville and Tampa mm-hmm. and Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Right. Like is like the main, like big cities yeah. um, in the state in Tallahassee, you know, in mm-hmm. Pensacola. But, you know, those towns are probably, hopefully, with the exception of Fort Lauderdale, taking care of their sewer systems the right way. Yeah. I know in Broward, we had Chip Lamarca on recently. One of his big initiatives is there's one neighborhood in Lauderdale by the sea that's all septic. And he's trying to get rid of that, mm-hmm. put a sewer system in there for them. Because septic is really bad for Florida, mm-hmm. right? For our ground. And right. you know, so it's not a good thing. So that's one way to eliminate it. But hopefully the other towns are taking note of what's going on in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, hopefully. Because we're assuming that Miami <laughs> oh, Miami took care of their sewer system where that's all fine. And we're assuming that Jacksonville and Tampa and Orlando, they're all taking care of their sewer system. Yeah. That's fine. Although Orlando has its own runoff issues with the Everglades. Oh. Right? So it's like Swamp. we're at the point where I think we need to kind of control yeah. like the future and here. And pay attention. Yeah, like Kinda. this is what we were. This is where we are. Mm-hmm. This is where we're heading. You know, because the – the Florida of yeah. 40 years ago isn't the same Florida no. as it is today. Yeah. So crowded. You need to forecast Everywhere. that. Yeah. Yeah. Overpopulated. yeah that's well, the thing. Still coming, so. I think the sprawl is the big There's thing and how to manage that sprawl is, is, you know, yeah. a major influence. If people want to point, um, and we talk about this on the show all the time. So if, if you're listening and you're hearing this up again on the show, I'm sorry, but I can't talk about it enough. People point at big sugar as being a big part of the problem. And it is. Mm-hmm. But our sprawl and our growth yeah. as this, a species is just as big yeah. of a problem in this circumstance. So it's crazy. I don't know. So if other towns are listening, other smaller towns that are growing, like your Fort Pierce's or your yeah. or your uh, Melbournes or you know even Fort Myers and mm-hmm. other places like that, if you haven't addressed your sewer systems, please do. Yes, please. Yeah. So this doesn't happen again. to you too. Because <laughs> oh that, yeah, it can. Because all all the progress that we made here. Clean water, just basically Fort Lauderdale, just spoiled it. Yeah, yep. for us at least. 
So, and you guys had to battle through it. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> gross. We actually started a surf rider foundation probably yeah. like 10 or 15, 10 years ago. We started the Broward, Broward County. Yeah, yep. Broward chapter. I recently spoke to them about some stuff. I don't really get involved. But yeah. Yeah, we started it, the Broward County chapter. Yeah. Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. 18 years? 16 years? I don't even know. Long time. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Time goes by so fast. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, Mike Scully, he's president of that now. Port of Broward County. No, I don't know if he's president. I think he's just like second-hand oh. man. Well, Mike was a big guy at DC, too. Mm-hmm. But he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> he's good friends with Bruce. Bruce Cromarty and them. Yeah, Bruce is... I love Bruce. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a funny guy. Yeah. I remember... <laughs> I remember one year at the at the we do a Christmas dinner every year, and um, remember when those those Gold Crown air fresheners, yeah, were popular. I remember Chuck got them that for Christmas one year. <laughs> Everyone was there and laughed and everything like that. But Bruce was like so enamored on it. He actually put it on his dashboard and like oh. used it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. It'd be funny to find so one again pull, and give it to him. Yeah, so he would pull <laughs> the work like with that thing. You know, and everyone would be like. He's like, yeah, it's cool. The guy's got that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king. <laughs> That's so, pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. So, no, oh, man, it's cool having you guys on. Yeah. The, um, I want, you know, I'm dying to go to Hawaii. Where would you suggest I go if I go to Hawaii? Oh, I say Kauai. Kauai? Kauai is nice. Yeah. yeah. It's like a small version of Oahu. So, yeah. And it's got like a, what about Maui? Yeah, it's Maui's like nice it's like too. it's like a small sure, version nice, of Maui. Right? Yeah. No, because Kauai, it's beautiful. It's like real green, and you can hike and surf in the same day because everything's close. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of the other areas, if you want to hike or whatever, you got to drive, and then it takes a day or whatever. But we hiked and surfed the same day. So every every island is nice in its own way. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, they all have their uniqueness. Even Oahu, even though it's like congested, I mean, you want to go there and see. Yeah, Waikiki, you got to go there. Go yeah. to the North Shore and see that. Yeah, my my um, sister-in-law, my wife's sister, lives in L.A. Okay. Yeah, well, that's... And, yeah, like, so we were thinking about maybe, like, flying out there to L.A., spending a couple of days with her, and then mm-hmm. breaking up the trip. Because I have to imagine, like, taking my kids on a long trip like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know how good yeah. they do. Yeah. But Oahu is cool. Waikiki. They got fun. I like surfing south side there. Fun. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. And the kids can surf, too, right out in front of, it's Duke's. Mm-hmm. They rent all these boards and stuff, and it's like um, there, there's really no reef. It's like volcanic rock there, kind of real smooth, though, because everybody's there all the time. Right. So that's where they do a lot of the lessons for the kids. Okay. And even though it's crowded, you'll get rides that are, like, really long. Like, it's fun. Yeah. It's pretty, like too. You see Diamond Head over there on the side. and Yeah. It's, it's like, like, like those like, the little waves that, like, push you forever. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> there's a lot of fun spots there. I like it. Yeah. And then we found a pretty good hotel. I forget the name of it. But it's, you know, because a lot of the hotels are a little pricier. But we found a one that's like two blocks in off the main strip. Mm-hmm. I guess you could call it. And then um, it wasn't that crazy, you know, and it included parking and everything. And then you could just go there and you walk to all the breaks pretty much in that general area. I forget the name of it. But when I f- remember, I'll let you know. So if you go. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. The thing that's like Southeast parking is really bad yeah. there. So. Then they charge a fortune most of. The yeah, when you go places. there, you gotta look to see if the parking's included. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of the resorts will charge like thirty bucks extra a day just to park. Really? So yeah, make sure you look. A lot of the hotels are doing that around yeah, here. Yeah, even now, here. Too. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, that's Crazy. really upsetting me. 
Like, <laughs> like, like I didn't just pay enough it's just to get your room. Just the price of the room. Yeah. Right. Don't even yeah. tell me. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Make, yeah. Make exactly. the room thirty dollars more, please. Don't or like... when they do that, um, what is that charge that they do? The hotels where they're like, plus Service a, tax no, like a, a resort hotel, fee. Yeah, like a resort fee yeah. charge. Like, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sixty nine. Aren't we playing in the resort 49. fee? <laughs> Meanwhile, it probably cost them like seventeen dollars a night to like yeah. allow you to stay there. That's the price it costs to clean the room. But I don't know. But yeah, Oahu. I would say Oahu and Kauai, same trip. Yeah. And you kind of, you kind of get like two, sold to the good spots. Yeah, I definitely do that. No, I'm definitely gonna go. To, I mean, that's like Hawaii is like one of those destinations, like top five, mm-hmm. like on my on my on my travel list for sure. Right yeah. Now, you know. What's the most exotic place you've been to surfing? Or, or like, I don't want to say exotic, but like, 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 exotic. Ones, like any other place other than like Florida and like Hawaii that like you really enjoyed. Oh, Peru was good. Yeah, we went to Chicama last year. Really? Yeah. Um, it was the longest awesome. Longest in the world. Long yeah. laughs. Long, really? long, long. We're going again this year with a group. We, we went down together last year just to check it out. This year we're going to go with a group. Some of us are going to hike the week before mm-hmm. um, to Machu Picchu and then go another week to Chicama, and then some are just going to go surf. So it's pretty yeah, cool. Machu it's a Picchu. nice. Yeah, um, that's going to be cool. Yeah. But the wave there is like, the water is a little chilly, and it's not very In tropical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a desert and then these awesome waves. Mm-hmm. And it's just this one little town, like a strip of, I don't know, two miles of little hotels. Not, mm-hmm. not even, I don't even know if. They're not like hotels. They're like these buildings with rooms. And, and no resort fee. No, no. They make you breakfast every morning. It's there you included. Go. All right. Um, they don't charge you for parking? No, you don't drive. <laughs> you get a ride there. But yeah. It'd be a $30 surf fee. Yeah. I know. They do charge. They have a Zodiac service. So because the wave is so long, when it gets like really big, it'll break all the way across the bay like 400 yards or more. Right, wow. a mile and a half. Oh, a mile and a half. So if you get it on a good day, um, people hire the Zodiac. It's like forty bucks for half a day, and they follow you, pick you up, and bring you right back, boop, to the point. Really? So you catch it on the wave, surf for as long <laughs> as your legs cool. can hold you up, <laughs> and they'll do it even when it's small. So, yeah. like when we were there, it was like head high. We did the walk and paddle um, because it, we just felt like we should. Mm-hmm. But there were some people that are new there, or it's a good place to learn too. Um, and they took the Zodiac even on smaller days. So it's good. I mean, That's as long cool. as you have the etiquette to know, like, oh, I just got a ride back. Let me drop in right away. Like, no. Right. No, but if you, there's so many waves. It's like so mechanical. It's like, boop, same wave, same wave, same spot, same wave, same wave. This breaks perfect. Really? Like a wave tank? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. You don't think of Peru when you think of like all the worldly oh. surf spots. Nope. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, that's interesting. Everybody was nice there. And we went to another break one day about an hour away and it was just as good actually. But, um, this has the whole nostalgia of the place and the sunset. And there's a lot of waves. The whole country has a lot mm-hmm. of waves. I mean, yeah. they get perfect waves, huge waves, like 30, 40 footers to certain areas. Pico yeah. Alto right off Lima and stuff. I would definitely go there every year. I could. Yeah, to Peru. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Machu Picchu. My new favorite place. Peru is? <laughs> For surf. Yeah. I mean, I like Hawaii too, but this wave is just like incredible. Yeah, it sounds incredible. You got pictures of it, I'm sure. We can yeah. Up here. yeah, yeah. I'll send you some. Definitely. 
Yeah, Machu Picchu, yeah. we're doing the Salcanti Trail. It's four days, three nights. Um, you hire like a uh, porters. Like a Sherpa? Yeah, and they bring your bag, mm-hmm. and they go ahead of you, and they set up, and they cook. So it's kind of like a little spoiled trip. So you're going to hike up. So you hike up. You hike. That's a long, I've heard that's a long hike. Yeah, though. I think it's like 28 miles total over uphill. four days. Yeah, uphill. <laughs> <laughs> but you only do like nine miles, 13 miles. So they break it up. Right. And then they're carrying all your stuff. So okay. that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then they cook for you and you stay in like these igloo things that are all glass so you can see the stars one night and another night it's like an Andean hut. So it's not like you're, you know, schlepping it. Like, right. Yeah, kinda, but so it's better than taking the bus, right? Yeah, I mean, and they say that, well, the hike is Probably beautiful. more when you get there. Well, and the hike itself is beautiful. You go through glaciers and rainforest and stuff, so you're seeing stuff along the way. You're not just like, where is that Machu Picchu? <laughs> you know, you're like, the whole hike actually is probably prettier than Machu Picchu itself. Yeah. But the mon- the reason why we were doing not the reason, but, well, I'm doing it because people said they want to go, and I always wanted to go. So I was like, ooh, people to do it with. But um, they're saying that Machu Picchu is starting to get, like, very eroded. And that eventually, soon, it's going to wind up closing down, like, a lot of the trails and access, which I've seen happen in places I've been before, like Mexico, the ruins and stuff. So I was like, well, if you guys want to go, we should go now. Or that was my selling point, at least. Yeah, right? That's interesting (laughs) to think about that, though, about it, if it gets worn out, worn down. I mean, because you got to, I mean, it's probably, like, the premier destination for them. I think so, probably, yeah. For their country. Especially the Inca Trail, too. So we're going on a different trail because that one's, like, really worn down. Okay. So this is, like, another trail similar, yeah. but not the Inca Trail or whatever. But, um, yeah, might Machu as well. Picchu, that's, like, one of those, like, wonders of the world. I think it kind is. Kind of, like, destinations. Right? Yeah. It's, like, if you're going to go to the Taj Mahal or, like, the pyramids mm-hmm. or the Grand Canyon or something, that's kind of, like. Yeah, I think it is one of the wonders. You know, I didn't look, but I think Bucket list things for people, you know. And it's, I, know I know a lot of people <laughs> that. Machu Picchu is like one of their like top mm. five bucket list items to get there. Yeah, it's pretty important place. And yeah, not easy to get better, to. I better look up some history so I feel the value when I'm there. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it'll be fun. And I mean, you know what? Like at this time in life, it's like when you get to do stuff with all your friends and we're will, like able to move like yeah. that. You know, might as well because yeah. when are you ever going to get to do stuff like that again? That's you know, the everybody's thing, healthy been- or. Yeah, if you want to call it a midlife crisis or whatever that I'm going through right now, (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm I'm been thinking a lot about that lately. Mm -hmm. Of, you know, like I got to stop saying, "Yeah, gonna go there." Right. Yeah, gonna go there. I'm 45 years old now. I'm like, I haven't (laughs) been there yet. (laughs) Like, when am I gonna get there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I always say, like, "Oh yeah," to my wife, like, "Oh, we're gonna take this trip." I mean, and you gotta watch out because so much of my time is spent here in the studio, building the business and all that other kind of stuff and yeah, it's like all of that up. stuff's important you know it could really you could it could suck you in and yeah you know what i mean it, I it like when you run your own business it's like it's you build a beast and what i mean by that is like kind of like little shop of horrors you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. that, that fly yeah. trap like keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and you keep thinking like you got to continuously feed it and or else like it's gonna you know Turn on, turn on you, right? You know what I mean. Like if oh, if I don't go to work today, then that's not going to get done, and then the whole business is going to just fall on its face and collapse. You know what I mean? Where meanwhile, I'm thinking I probably should have <laughs> said yes to going fishing to Jimmy with Jimmy yesterday, and but you know, but right. I had things to do. That's why I said no. And it's like I got to really like break that mindset, yeah, because it's, it's you, it can eat you up. Yeah, 
you know, I've heard it from a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm getting I mean, to that I get point it. where yeah. it's like, I'm, it's like starting to eat me up a little bit. You right. Know? Mm. Like I'm from the outside in people think, Oh yeah, you just paint fish all day long. It's like right. negative <laughs> ghostwriter <laughs> is not what I do yeah, all day long. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, that's our business. You know what I mean? But that's not how it moves out the door. Right. You know, so. Yeah, you got to try to figure out, make a little time for you. So yeah. you can yeah. still get all this out of the way. Yeah, for sure. So there. I'm like hearing all your stories of all these mm-hmm. paddleboard adventures that you guys have. Just you know, making me like want to like leave right now. <laughs> like always, shut it all down. <laughs> I mean, I've always put travel like high on the priority list. So I've been a lot of places, you know, I've traveled yeah. a lot around the world. And I've just, I'm like the person that's like, I'm going to go and like, I'm actually going to go. Like, yeah. I don't care if I have to go by myself. I'm going right. to go because it's cool. It's fun. You see great things. You meet nice people. Like you eat different foods and different cultures. And it's like, but yeah, I mean, it's tough because like, even with this trip, I thought we were going to have like 20 people with us. Like one time we went to Nicaragua, everybody just showed up. We had like a 20 person crew. That was random. So I thought, oh, this is going to be great. Everybody wants to go to Chicama. We talked about it. Everybody's all stoked. We've got like six people oh, wow. committed. Yeah. That's a and big difference, surf trip or a hiking trip. No, well, they wanted to do that. They brought up the hike because I was all in it for the surf, and then people were like, oh, let's do a hike too. And I'm like, don't tease me. I'll yeah. go. Yeah. But a lot of times that happens so because, you know, it's tough for, for people. Yeah. Schedules. No, it is It is tough. Yeah. I mean, there is a certain reality to saying not go on the trip. You right. Know, there's good reason for it. Yeah. You know, but you know, there's also <laughs> good reason for, like, just going. Yeah, so, there's a lot of good reasons. Yeah, I got to get better at that. <laughs> get you know, better at it. I got I got a lot of, I got a lot of 2020 resolutions to kind of get myself in order about. So yeah, you know, we'll start see. with one. Start with one. <laughs> That's it, right? You know, yep. you know, with the, the the journey every journey starts with one <laughs> step, exactly like that kind of thing. <laughs> I also think one of my favorite quotes too. We talk about traveling and and all that stuff. They say the greatest cure for racism is traveling. Yeah. You know, because you just like you experience other cultures and then you're the outsider looking in oh, kind yeah. of thing. And, you, oh, know, yeah. it's, you know, not even racism, just like life in general. Yeah. I mean, we are like so spoiled here. Correct. If it more is people ridiculous. went to other countries, they wouldn't even be saying nothing. Yeah. yeah. I, I said I that to my daughter. Um, what did I say? And I had to correct myself and then sit her down and explain what I just said. Mm-hmm. And she's nine years old. So I got to start remembering like, OK, the things I say, <laughs> she's really making an impression at this age. <laughs> Right. And um, I said, uh, oh, God, let me. She asked for something. And I said, something to the effect of, we're not rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I said, you know what? Time out. And I'd sit on the couch. I'm like, we are rich. All right. Just to let you know, we're rich spiritually. We're rich personally. We're rich because we have our family together. I'd like sit around and explain all these reasons why we're like emotionally rich and all right. that. Right. I said, but also, we are rich compared to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. right? Even though we don't have the biggest house in Broward County or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing, like, yeah. we are rich compared to other countries. I go, simply because we're Americans, mm-hmm. right? And and she looks at me like that. Like, you have to understand, and I, and I don't want to, and I said, I don't want to make it sound like America is the best right. and everything like that, and, you know I said, but the reason that we're very fortunate because this country offers us so much and we have so many, so many opportunities. And I explained it to her in a very kid-like mm-hmm. way. But, and then she kind of like got it. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like cool. talk my way out of that one. But <laughs> I felt bad saying, oh, we're not rich, you know, because <laughs> that made me feel bad that I said that because I know how the rest of the world is. And I'm just like, right. wait a minute. Yeah. I don't want her to think like, 
Yeah. You know, I wanted to give her a little perspective on that. When I was a kid, I my parents were like involved with the church and they sent me to a couple of those mission trips in uh, Mexico. Uh-huh. And we would help build churches and roofs of churches and wow. stuff for like a week. And it was always like a really cool How old were you? One year I think I was ten. Yeah. And I think the next year I was twelve or something like anywhere between ten and fourteen. Somewhere in there. I went twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like whenever I'd come back I was always like, Wow. You know, like my parents live in Laos Point and I'd, we'd be driving back from the airport and I'd be going past all these giant houses and I just came from like people who live in yeah. a house with no roof and like there's sand on their you know, dirt or whatever, clay or chalk on their floor because it's coming from their walls. Yeah. So it was good for me as a kid just to do that, to like see that, you know. I don't know. It was really cool. But at the same time, you make friends at that age that are you're playing pinata or soccer and it's like the same stuff kids do here. So it just showed me that everybody's pretty much the same, you know, as far as it goes with that. Yeah, it's good to have that perspective as a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And grow into that as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To, and rather than the other way around, like right. waiting until you're like an adult to like get And you could still see it now. Like we saw it in Peru. And I mean, I think it's good no matter, I guess, what age you are. But it definitely helped as a kid to see it because I never really focused on that other stuff because of that, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, so it gave me that a little bit of experience to see, you know, yeah. those are my friends and we're not different and whatever. Like I didn't even think about anything. You know, I was just like, okay. Play soccer. Let's go. Yeah, right. Right. And a little so, humility as a kid isn't a bad thing. Yeah. You know, for for a kid to experience that as a young age, I don't know. I think. You know. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Good experience for sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what's next for you guys? Uh, races. <laughs> putting on a race up in uh, Fort oh, Pierce. Yeah. You're putting on a race up there. Yeah, we got a race going up there already. Really? Yep. March yeah. 14th. It's called the Treasure Coast Paddle Battle. Man, you guys don't stop. <laughs> no. Well. This course is great. Um, it's from the ocean. Well, we have two courses. The short course is in the Indian Riverside. The long course starts in the ocean, goes out in the intercoastal, and lands on the Indian Riverside. Mm-hmm. So it's like a challenging course, which a lot of the racers like, the you know long-distance racers or elite, whatever you want to call them. Right. So it's a really cool course. And it's been awesome because, um, like, down here in, in South Florida, everything is flooded, right? We've yeah. got Events every weekend, like 50 million events. Nobody knows who's doing what. And if I'm coming to yours, because I might go to that one instead yep. or whatever. So to get, you know, the support that we've gotten already up there, like even the city, they're like into it. They're like, we've been waiting for an event like this for years. Cool. Sit, have a meeting with our sports committee, this and this and this. We do all these grants and we're like, what? Like, okay, this is awesome. Yeah, you know? nice. We've been very lucky down here with the local community supporting our event so we could run it, mm-hmm. which has been great. But we've never been like, well, people are like, oh, my God, thank you, guys. This is going to be awesome. How can That's we great. help? That's got to make We're you like, feel good. Okay. This is-. And we don't know a lot of the businesses up there, so that was an initial challenge where we're like, all right, how are we going to get sponsors to help us pay for trophies mm-hmm. and things like that? But, you know, the first year is going to be the first year, but just the fact that the city is encompassed at all and, like, they're like, okay, we want to help. We mm-hmm. want to grow this thing over the years. We're like, wow, like, that's kind of a relief. <laughs> yeah, Because sure. I wasn't expecting that. I thought we were going to have to be like, you know, you can't park there. There's too many people. Like, I thought we were going to be, who knew? Like, I didn't know if they were going to have a problem with our event or whatever. It's always like, nice to have the city yes. on your side. Yeah, they're like, can you do it at our marina? Can you do this? this? And I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, what a great welcome. March 14th? So, yeah, March 14th. What's the name of the event? Treasure Coast Paddle Battle. Paddle Battle. Yeah. I like it. Nice. It's going to be fun.
fun. Well, if you need Good any event. help from me, anything I can do to help you, you got my full support. Cool. So, awesome. Yeah, Thank you. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, so March 14th, Paddle Battle. Fort Pierce. Treasure Coast Paddle Battle. Yep. Fort Pierce. Mm-hmm. And it's where? From where? Off the beach? It's off. It's, the main setup is at J.C. Park. Okay. Which is on the south side of the inlet, uh, about a mile south. And then that's where everything's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So any new people want to paddle or whatever, we'll have everything off there. And then anybody who is elite paddlers or wants to do longer course, they go across the street, directly across the street, and they start on the beach and then land at the park where everybody's at. Okay. It's six miles. Six. So it's either a three-mile or six-mile. Okay. And how, if they, someone wants to sign up for that or get information on how they do it. TreasureCoastPaddleBattle.com. Or go. we have our Facebook, same, Facebook. same name. Yep. But, and we also are doing um, any paddle crafts, welcome. So it doesn't have to be just stand-up. We added the OC6, Outrigger Canoe 6. Mm-hmm. So a couple of teams are coming. We have OC2 and OC1. And there's been people who are in surf skis. They want to paddle. They can. We don't necessarily have a division for them because there's not. we don't know if they're going to actually show up or not. Yeah. But um, all crafts are welcome. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You can swim it if you want. That sounds like an awesome <laughs> event. I'm happy you're getting the city behind you. Yeah. Like that. That's cool. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of opportunity up there. It's at that stage of the beginning of growth. Right. Which could be good or bad. Yeah, make sure <laughs> just give us ten years. Fix so we're good. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's a good like like the way I like to explain it is down here you're one in a million. Up there you might be the only one. But right now it's a good time because they're ready for look it. At it. Yeah. So yeah. like down here, I do a lot of sports nutrition with you know my degree and everything, which is what I'm going to start doing as I move up there. Um, but down Did here, you finish that? my PhD. Yeah. Yeah, in July. Hey. In July, okay, you'll be you. done. Thank, no, I, I am finished. You finished? Past, this past July. So we, can I put, when we make your little thumbnail for the podcast, can I put Dr. Victoria? <laughs> yeah. I can, I'm going to put that. He teaches uh, at a uh, university. <laughs> that's awesome. He is a doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Professor. What, <laughs> professor? What do they call you? I teach at Nova one night a week. But what are you teaching? I'm teaching adaptive physical activity. Adaptive? So, yeah. In the exercise specific. science department, um, this class is based on like the exercise science students teaching people with disabilities okay, how to perform, which is cool because I have nice. experience in that. I taught it last year too, so that was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I got hired to teach online at the university I graduated from too. So I'm going to teach a nutrition course there starting in March. So yeah, stuff's just kind of popping up. <laughs> when do you find the time? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have plenty of it soon, hopefully. Yeah, cool. But... Well, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, my main thing, my long-term goal with all of it is, and I created a company, I haven't launched it yet, but it's called Tactical Athlete Nutrition. This is the big goal. Um, so I'm creating a programming for police, fire, and military. To, Tactical Athlete Nutrition. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be my company name. Cool. Um, it's going to launch once I quit the department and move on. Right. Um, and basically I'll be doing nutritional programming for police, fire, military departments. So I love it. That's the overall that's awesome. goal. So it's going to take a while. You know, it's, it's something that's new. Nobody really does it in the country. Um, a lot of people focus on performance. The nutrition thing's a whole other beast. Right. So, and the way I look at it is, you know, with these guys and girls, when they come on to be, let's just say firefighters, for example, they come on to fight fires, right? Like mm-hmm. NFL players, they sign on a contract, get on a team, and they go to play football. They get millions of dollars to play football. They have nutritionists. They have personal trainers. They have physical therapists. They have mental health coaches. They have all the tools so they can do their job like 110%. That's why they're hired. Uh-huh. You know? But for our public safety and stuff, 
they should get that. You know, they start at, what, $45,000 a year or whatever, and they don't have any of the tools to perform at a high rate like they have to down here, you know, and actually perform outside of their job too. So I'm trying to change the name to make these people tactical athletes because they are athletes. So that's how come I named the company that. So I have to basically try to change the way people are looking at them and themselves. Like they are an athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? They should perform like one. And so in order to do that, they have to train like one, they have to eat like one. And it's not their job to know how to do that. So I'm coming in to say, this is my job, nutrition-wise, to help you perform at your best. And then, you know. I was going to say, like, how (laughs) smart that is, but, duh. (laughs) Of course it is. But but it's definitely going to be a little bit of a challenge. I've gotten really good feedback from a few people I've told um, so far, but it's the business side of it. It's, like, government contract kind of stuff, and I'm I'm still learning about that. Um, like I'm not going directly for individuals. I can do that any day. Right. I want it to be a service that's offered to the people that are hired yeah. as something they can take advantage of to become healthier and just perform their best. Because obviously we see it. They're overweight. Their mental health is suffering. You know, obviously the overweight causes all sorts of other problems. And these are the people that are showing up to like rescue us if our house is on fire right. or if somebody has a gun pulled on you or something, you know, you want to make sure that these people are like top notch. Yeah, I, mean, sure I do. <laughs> so <laughs> they got a gun pulling. Yeah. Make sure those, that guy's quick. <laughs> <laughs> so they need the tools and I'm going to change it. Good. It's take a little bit. I'm going to do it. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so proud of that. That's yeah, great. Right? Yeah. Stoked. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. I'll send you that. Lord, most people when you ask what's, <laughs> what's next, like, yeah, I don't know. That's what I <laughs> know. know. I really want to just get, take like, a I'm break. Change the world. That's my brain next. is, I really wanted to take a year off and just surf, but. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> we'll I, see. He I already started. Yeah, you already started? <laughs> I'm like, hey, how are the waves? Good. Okay. I'm glad we're both like, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. It'll well, be fun. Listen, I want to thank you guys for coming. Yeah. It's been a real treat for me. Thanks for you having know. us. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, I alluded to something earlier. That, you know, sometimes people come on that this is meeting them for the first time. One of my favorite parts about this show is that I do get to meet so many cool and interesting people. And, um, you know, that I feel like, you know, we become friends. And I think that happened today. And I appreciate you coming on, Rory. Really, uh, Rory, it was uh, a treat. Thank you very much. And, um, you know, you just uh, got a good vibe about you, man. So I appreciate that. For sure. So. He's pretty cool. He's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, you'll keep him right. I'll keep him right for a little bit. <laughs> Once I start beating him, we got to re- gotta yeah. reconsider. You got to work though. on that. You got to work on that. I don't know. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys Thank so you. much. Right. Yep. Your Later. ego is not your amigo. <laughs> right? Just do your best and let God do the rest. Always cool. remember to eat, drink, and be local. <laughs> And always buy all your vehicles and your trucks, especially your Ram trucks at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Subaru. Right. And never forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, always connected by water. Thank you, guys. Thank you.